Good morning, Lonnie Hogan here at uh, 4.48 a.m. on May 3rd, 2021. So doing an early morning podcast to get my day started. Uh, Basically, the dog woke up in the middle of the night and started whining incessantly, which woke me up. I tried to let her out to use the potty, and she didn't want to do that. Gave her some water. That sort of helped, but she was uh, still whining to the point where she had me so awake I couldn't go back to sleep. So I'm doing a podcast instead. So blood sugar reading this morning, 145, okay, which um, is a below average number for me. Okay, so, you know, still a high number, still a number well within the uh, range of being a diabetic. But uh, here's how the last couple of days have gone since my last um, podcast episode. I'm still going through my diabetes reversal process. I'm done with the no meat week, but uh, still I've been cognizant of making sure that I don't overdo it. Uh, I've been eating a lot of lamb lately. Okay, so that's the red meat I'm allowed to have and without getting in trouble about it. Other than that, I'm sticking to turkey and chicken and uh, also going out of my way to eat non-processed meats. So, you know, I'm not, you know, no deli meats, no sausages and stuff like that. I'm avoiding all that kind of stuff from the grocery store. And uh, also including a tremendous amount of vegetables. Uh, And actually fruit too. I started eating more fruit. I hadn't eaten fruit in really years, but uh, given some of the research I've been doing lately, I decided to go ahead and bring fruit back into my diet in moderation. Yesterday I had two apples, uh, started my day off with an apple actually. And uh, the blood sugar reading yesterday was, um, let me check it real quick and uh, share here with you what the blood sugar reading was for the morning. And um, uh, what ended up happening was because of the two apples, I did have a spike that was a little bit alarming, a larger spike than I would have uh, expected because, you know, the amount of fiber in an apple. But um, let's see. Oh, so guys, yesterday morning, I woke up with a quite literally a 77 blood sugar level. So um, the day before, I had had 243, I mean, which is off the charts way too much. But yeah, yesterday I had that 77, and then, no, that was that was Saturday morning, okay, and then you know, I'm doing this on Monday morning, so I'm missing a day here. Um, well, I guess I'm going to have to go back and do a little more research. Okay, there's the 223, 168, 190. Thing is, I check my sugars a little too frequently, I think, and... Then I get a little confused as to what time of day it was since I'm not tracking the stuff the way I would really probably should be. So here's where I'm at with things. You know, I mean, what I'm doing is working. The the diabetes reversal process that I'm going through, I can tell it's having an impact. It's a slow, it's, it's, you know, what do they call that? Long hauler kind of thing. It's a marathon. Uh, it's, It's not like I'm seeing dramatic difference, but I am seeing... Uh, measurable progress and um, you know blood sugars still have way too much of a range you know meaning highs to lows and stuff like that I very very seldom ever see anything under 100 and the only way I typically will ever get there is with a combination of uh, the diet and the medications and I'm 
trying to wean myself off those medications. So what I'll do oftentimes is when the numbers start going down like that, then I'll stop with the medications. But then, you know, I, get, I typically will see a spike. Um, I just got in the mail yesterday my Dexcom 6 uh, glucose monitoring device. I have not gone through the process of setting it up yet, but uh, that I anticipate will be a game changer too. I, I have used a, a continuous glucose monitor once in the past for about a month. And the, uh, the, the knowledge, the insights, the impact it had back at that time when I used it was pretty profound. So I'm pretty excited about this one. It took me a while to get it all geared up with the insurance company to cover it. But now that you know I have it, I can give you guys a lot better content in my podcasts that, uh, and insights that I just otherwise wouldn't have access to. If you can get a hold of it, you know, whether it's the Dexcom, Medtronics, or even the, the Libre system, those things are really, really game changers for a diabetic because you need the knowledge. You need the biofeedback. You know, that's one of the biggest things that I think people don't realize is that diabetes is so complex a disease and it's complex and unique individual to individual. Like two people can have diabetes, but have it for largely different reasons. You know, for one person, a genetic factor might be a bigger, more significant uh, part of it than for another person. For one person, the insulin resistance might be a much, much bigger cause than the actual insulin production. And for another person, it's more about the insulin production. Some people are morbidly obese, and that has a big contributing factor. Other people are like me. I weigh 165 pounds. I mean, most people look at me and think I look trim and fit, but, you know, they would never know in a million years that I'm diabetic. So, you know, depending on what the lifestyle choices were that, uh, that led to your having the disease, you know, there are all kinds of, uh, you know, other factors that play into this that then also play a factor into how you manage the reversal process. So uh, that's one of the things that I'm learning here is that, you know, what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for another or it might work at a very different speed than for another. So you can be doing the right things and not necessarily be able to see the impact right away. And that's another reason why I think the continuous glucose monitoring devices are very helpful. One caution I would give people though is that, you know, with, uh, with continuous glucose monitoring, the amount of data you get is almost overwhelming, you know, because you've just gone from a snapshot of your blood sugar to, uh, you know, basically continuous monitoring. I mean, it's the difference between taking a picture of something versus taking a video of it. The amount of data that comes with the video is so exponentially greater. It gives you a much, much better picture of what's going on. But if you don't organize your data in such a way that it's uh, um, clean and, uh, and, and basically context put together, then it can also be misleading and it can lead, it can help you to draw wrong conclusions if you're not if you're not organizing your data in, in a meaningful way. Now you want to be careful with that because you know there's so much information, so much bad information, good information. It's just such a hodgepodge that you know when you add in your uh, continuous glucose monitoring, you've now added one more massive amount of information that needs to still be, reasoned through and, um, you know, that needs to 
have a context delivered to it, you know, because you're going to be able to see trends now. You're going to be able to see, okay, am I 170 but on my way down or am I 170 on my way up? You know, those are two dramatically different uh, scenarios. If your blood glucose is high but, you know, getting lower by the, by, you know, like every 15 minutes or, you know, every half hour, you know, it's very different than if your blood glucose is high and it's still getting even higher, you know, so those are the kinds of advantages you get with the, with the continuous gl- glucose monitoring devices that you don't really get with the finger sticks. But um, anyway, I just want to go ahead and, um, you know, tie this up here, let you guys know that over the course of the next few podcasts, I'm going to be uh, talking a lot more about continuous gl- blood glucose monitoring. I'm also going to probably be experimenting a little bit with, uh, you know, showing what's going on with the trending you know here's here's what i look like now here's what i look like 10 minutes after eating an apple or 10 minutes after eating a banana sort of thing so um pay attention if that kind of thing interests you and i'm also really uploading uh, up leveling my social media um in this specific space i've always been active on social media but not so much with any of the diabetes content or nutrition content, but if you want to look me up on Facebook, uh, you know, facebook.com forward slash Lonnie Hogan, my name is spelled L-O-N-N-Y-H-O-G-A-N, you can look me up that way on Facebook. Also, uh, I'm going to be doing a lot more with Twitter and Instagram as it pertains to nutrition, coaching, uh, nutrition, sharing of data, you know, that sort of thing. So still working through my, uh, precision nutrition certification program too so I'm getting certified as a nutrition expert and you know just doing what I can to learn everything I can about this disease and about the you know the the, the ways of uh, of dealing with it that are food related so all right I guess we'll talk to you again next time cheers